The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, where we help lawn care business owners like you grow and thrive. I'm your host, Paul Jamison. In this episode, we're going to talk about the top five most common mistakes that lawn care business owners make and how you can avoid them to achieve success in your business. So let's get started. And please know that I have made these mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> some of them. And uh, this this comes from a place of what they call lessons learned the hard way. And they're not in any order, but here it goes. Number one, not having a clear business plan. Many lawn care business owners start their business without a clear idea of what they want to achieve. They don't have a well-defined mission, no vision, no clear goals for their business. They just want to start a lawn mowing business. That was how I got my start. So this lack of direction can lead to confusion, disorganization, and ultimately failure. And when I started my business, I did not have a thorough plan. I was just thinking, how can I make enough money mowing to come up with the $928 for the mortgage payment? That was as far as my vision was. And when I do coaching calls with guys and I talk to folks about their business plan, there is not a well-defined mission, vision, written goals for their business. It's just kind of, I'm getting into the industry and and, and it's kind of this willy-nilly mindset. So what's the solution? We need, as, as business owners, to take the time to create a comprehensive business plan that outlines the mission of our company, the vision of our company, and the goals for our business. So this plan should include what is our marketing strategy to get the customers we want to get in the neighborhoods we want to have them? What are the financial projections of the expenses to run the business as well as the revenue for the business? What are the operational processes? If you had something happen to you and you weren't able to work for a month and someone else had to take over and run the business. What, what are those operational processes? How, how is the business supposed to operate? Having a clear business plan will help us to stay focused, organized, and stay on track to achieving our goals. Now, if you don't have a business plan, don't beat yourself up about it. Most don't, but it's important that we really look at our business and really ask ourselves the question, what is the mission of this business? 
What is my vision for this company? And what is the goal for the business? Is your goal to build it up and sell it to one of the larger companies? Is your goal to grow it and have it be, you know, your main source of income and and you're running it day in and day out? Is your goal, it's a side hustle and you want to earn X amount of dollars per month profit from the side hustle? Like what, what is the goal for the business? So anyway, that could be a whole episode alone in itself, but I want to move on to the other mistakes that I've made and I've noticed others making. And I think the main one I wanted to lead with was so many folks can't answer those questions. So make sure you can answer those questions and and think through it. Number two, Ooh, we, you knew this one was coming. If you've been listening to my show for any time, underpricing your services. I would say this is the most common mistake, detrimental mistake, because many lawn care business owners, they make this mistake of underpricing their services in the effort to attract more customers. I literally used to have this raggedy, poverty, nasty thinking. I'd be like, well, I really want to get this job. I really want to get this customer. I really want to get this contract. And so I know Juan down the road's charging this. So I'm going to come in just a little bit less than him. Yikes. That can lead to low profit margins or no profit margins and a lack of sustainable growth. You can't grow a company long-term. You can get by your first year, second year, probably even your third and fourth year, it will eventually just be impossible long-term to sustain a business where your prices are not high enough. So what's the solution? Conduct the market research in that neighborhood you're working in, in your area, to determine what is the going rate for lawn care services in your area. And I'm not talking about chucking the truck and stand in the van's prices, but the legitimate companies that have been in that area for years, what are their prices? What do they charge per yard of mulch installed? What do they charge for uh, sod installed? And how do they charge for sod? What do they charge for lawn mowing services? What do they charge for fer- fertilization and weed control services? And price your services accordingly to the market rate and to what all your known. Let me just say this because I don't have time to go into all the, the number stuff today. You need to know what it costs to run your business from all the expenses plus what you're paying yourself as the owner and price your services accordingly. If you don't know how to calculate all that, we have resources for you at greenindustrypodcast.com. A ton of resources to help you know your numbers. So just check out our Know Your Numbers e-training program at greenindustrypodcast.com. And in addition to that, do the market research to know what the legit companies in your area are charging. and then. Study your cost to run your business. What is your labor? What is your materials cost? What is your overhead, including what you pay yourself as a salary, as the owner in the company? Factor all of that in and come up with a reasonable profit margin. So don't be afraid to charge what you're worth. Did you hear me? Do you need to rewind it? Don't be afraid to charge what you're worth. I've been there. I know what it's like when you're about to give that customer that quote and you shrink back. My friend, don't be afraid to charge what you're worth. Quality services, and I'm assuming you do quality service. If you do janky work, then 
I don't think this is the podcast for you, but if you do quality work, maybe you're not quite where you want to be, but you, 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 you genuinely care about serving your customer with quality. You're getting better. You're, you're learning what makes quality, but your, your aim is quality service that you are worth paying for. If I had a house and I was hiring somebody, I would want a quality job of my landscaping. Now I, my personality, I don't know if I'll ever be able to hire a landscaping service because I just love landscaping and I, no one's going to do it as good as me. So it's, I, I, this is a fict, fictitious example. But if I were to hire somebody, I would want quality. I, my main thing would be quality and I would pay whoever can make my property look the best. But I don't think anyone can do better than me. I, I, I know I'm sounding cocky, but I just, I'll take care of my own yard for now. <laughs> but people are out there that will pay you what you're worth if you do a quality job. If that's the value proposition of your company is quality services. All right, moving along. I feel like I'm stepping on toes. Crunch, 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 crunch. Moving right along. And I say, I say I'm so bold about this stuff, guys, because I've been there and I've done that. I was the disorganized business that didn't have a clear plan. I was the underpriced services that was not sustaining. Case in point, in 2020, pardon me, 2012, 2013, even in 2011, I believe I was working at Carabas in the evenings to make money to stay afloat because my prices were too low and my business was not making the money I needed to pay my bills. I know what that was like, those long days that all could have been alleviated. I need to have that side job if I would have had the right prices. Let me move along before I get all, get all worked up here, Mr. Producer. <laughs> Number three is neglecting marketing efforts. Oh my goodness. Some lawn care business owners, I, I, I don't want to say some, I should say many, but I'll just say some to be kind. They say to me, and you've probably heard this, wow, we just, Paul, we just do word of mouth referrals. That's enough for us because, because, and they, they don't brag about how great they are, but we do a really good job. So we just, all we need is word of mouth refer. I'm telling you guys how many times I've heard this. It's, it's, it's laughable, but we just, we just get word of mouth and we got more work than we can handle and blah, 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 blah. I've heard it so many times. Well, if you listen to my podcast for any amount of time, word of mouth referrals are awesome. They're important. I love them. They, they are what you would call hot leads. They're not warm leads. They are hot leads. They are great. I'm all about a word of mouth referral. Fantastic. They're the best. But that is not a license to neglect the other marketing efforts that, that just limits your growth potential. Think about the, the word of mouth. In, in, in Ohio, we call pizza a pie, where I grew up. All right? A pie, more of pizza. Think about different slices. You, you, you have a couple slices of your pie that's word of mouth. Great. But that, can't, that shouldn't be your only marketing. There's other ways to market your business so that you can reach your growth potential and attract the best of the best of the best clients. Now, there's not a one-size-fits-all marketing solution because there's so many different business goals. So you need to kind of know your goal first of your business and then build the marketing plan around that. But anyway, the solution is develop a comprehensive marketing plan. That includes online, welcome to 2023 or whatever year you're listening to this podcast, 
Your marketing plan should be online and offline. Needs to be more than just word of mouth referrals. This could be social media marketing. Definitely want really good search engine optimization. It's also referred to as SEO. You want really good micro-targeted local advertising. When I say micro-targeted, I'm talking about, I just had the other day, Mr. Producer, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to call these guys out, but I'm thinking about it because it was so funny and sad. Well, I, I don't even going to say it. Some of y'all blow your money on marketing. That's just foolish. You want, you want your, you want your marketing to be what you get something called. That's an ROI, a return on investment. You spend money on marketing and then you, you get in a, a, a return on that investment. And there's ways you can do micro uh, targeted advertising via Facebook and literally have your ads go to people that live in a certain neighborhood. And that's it. It's called micro targeting ads on Facebook. We have a whole training program at greenindustrypodcast.com where we literally will show you how to do it. And it's a, it's a screen recording. So we'll walk you through Cody Owen and I will walk you through the logging into Facebook to having your campaign go live and, and targeting an exact neighborhood. You literally draw like a fence um, in Facebook around the neighborhood that you want the ads to go into. And you can draw the, the boundary so that it literally an ad won't go across the street. Cause whether you agree with it or not, Facebook knows where people live and they can, they can target the ad to that address. And so you can get fine tuned. Like you could do in a neighborhood, you could do one side of the street, and not the other side of the street. And that's, that's how micro targeted you can get. That's called local advertising. So you want to do that. And there's many other ways you can advertise. But my point is don't be that guy that comes up to me at equip. And I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, so don't, don't, don't email me. But my point is I go to trade shows, I go to events and we start talking shop and I start asking questions or I just overhear someone talking about how they don't spend money on marketing because they just get word of mouth. Well, you're leaving money on the table, my friend. Woo wee. All right. So anyway, be sure to track your marketing efforts so you can see if it's a, if it's a, a return on investment, then you can adjust your strategy as needed and just, just achieve the best results. So let's take a quick break. I need to get, get rid of my attitude and uh, get a sip of water and come back more positive for my final two. Cause they are very, very important. And they are mistakes that you do not want to make. You want to avoid. So we'll have those uh, final two. I saved the best for last coming right up. Are you in the market for a new high-performance mower? Look no further than the Kubota Z200. This mower combines quality, comfort, and ease of use all in one package. And now select models come with the new K-Ride Comfort System for optimized comfort. Experience the elevated zero-turn performance with the three-point system and choose from cutting decks ranging from 42 to 54 inches. Plus, the Kubota Z200 comes with Kawasaki engines. Don't wait to experience the difference for yourself. Visit KubotaUSA.com for more information and to find your local Kubota dealer. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from 
quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS Track It is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS Track It take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS Track It, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. Are you tired of struggling to explain price increases to your clients? Look no further. The Green Industry Podcast has got you covered with our price increase letter template. Simply download, customize, and effectively communicate your price adjustments with ease. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com today and take control of your pricing strategy. Alrighty, I want to share two more mistakes that you want to avoid and make sure your business reaches its full potential. Before the commercial break, I was mentioning that word of mouth referrals in the marketing world are powerful. And so we definitely appreciate you guys sharing this show with others. If you have a a buddy in the industry, uh, please let them know that we have a podcast for them that's free to listen to where we try our best to provide value to help them grow their business. So if you can get the word out, we would appreciate it. And of course, thank you to everybody who's been going into Apple Podcasts and leaving us ratings and reviews. Those mean the world to us. A rating as well as there's the five stars. And if you click on the five stars, we'd appreciate that. If you don't have anything nice to say, <laughs> go, go listen to someone else. But um, there's also a little button that says write a review. And if you could drop us a sentence of how we're doing, uh, we definitely would appreciate that. And it helps imp- um, improve the uh, engagement in the algorithm so that Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to that they organically share our show with others. So thank you guys for helping us in that way. And we definitely uh, want to take this show to the next level, but we need to get the word out. We need your help to do that. So thank you for the ratings and the reviews and the shares. Okay, number four mistake that lawn care business owners make that I've made and that you don't want to make is failing to prioritize customer service. Now, of course, that sounds like a no-brainer, but... Once the spring rush hits, once you get busy, once you're juggling giving out new quotes and taking care of your current customers, and then getting all of this influx of communication kind of all at once, it kind of goes zero to um, 60 miles per hour in the uh, first few days of spring when the weather's nice, everyone's thinking about lawn care. And it just, it can be hard to provide that excellent customer service when our schedules are full. However, providing quality, excellent, extravagant, just very, very good. You ever gone to Chick-fil-A and they're like, they got good attitudes. They're like, my pleasure. Like, like we want to be that in lawn care. We want to, we want to have good customer service, not just how we talk to our customers, but you know, more importantly, probably is that we actually make their property look really, really pristine and we're smooth to work with on the back end, things of that nature. So uh, we want to make sure we do excellent customer service because having a positive reputation is so, so important to lasting success 
in this industry. However, many lawn care business owners overlook the importance of customer service. And that can happen in appearance. I share the story of a guy that works around here that I see frequently. His uh, boxers are hanging out of his pants. He's smoking a black and You don't want that. You don't want that going on. But we also want to make sure the actual, we show up on the, you know, when we say we're going to show up and do excellent work, just the whole customer experience from invoicing to the work being done to how we interact with them when they drive by, that everything's good. Communication is prompt. It's a smooth experience for them. So what's the solution to avoiding falling into the trap of getting too busy where you neglect current customers? Well, you got to make it a priority. Making customer service a top priority in your business will mean a lot. You don't want to have a retention other than if a customer moves or in some cases, if you're in business long enough, customers will pass away. I had an older fellow. He's a really, really nice guy, but he just got old. I did his yard for years and he graduated to heaven. So I can deal with that. I can deal with customers moving outside of my service area. But what you don't want is customers leaving because you neglected them and they're going to find someone who can do a better job than you. So you probably understand that, but do you uh, translate that to train your employees to be courteous, professional, and responsive to customer needs? Typically, the business owner is courteous, professional, responsive, common sense. But you would be surprised. Not everyone is naturally courteous. Definitely not everyone is naturally professional. And most lawn care business owners and in the trades in general are not responsive, you know, prompt customer things. A customer tells you one of your employees, hey, you forgot to trim the bushes in the backyard. And the next thing you know, they forget to do it the next week or whatever. You just want to be responsive. When a customer says something, you have the systems and the processes where it gets documented and then it gets addressed. It gets taken care of. So respond promptly. Train your team to respond promptly. If you don't know what the word promptly means, it means swiftly, quickly, fast. You will stand out like a sore thumb in this industry if you respond promptly to customer inquiries. Current customers I'm talking about. New incoming customers, that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day. I, 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 I hope I, I know I'm sounding like I got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder today, but guys, I'm getting so sick and tired of being the face of an industry. Now, not that I'm the only face of the green industry, but it is the Green Industry Podcast and the lawn care business having such a negative connotation to it. HVAC, the electrical world, the plumbing world, even the roofing world, there, there's, other, there's other worlds that have better reputations in our lawn care world. And I take pride in this industry. That's why I'm so passionate today because this stuff sounds like common sense, but it, it really isn't. So you want to be the company that's prompt and that handles complaints and actually addresses them. And you take the steps to address any issues that arise and you are that that lawn care business, I'm telling you, you will stand out in your area if you provide excellent customer service, excellent quality work. You will build a customer loyalty 
and attract new business through that positive word of mouth when you are prompt and doing a great job in training your team to do so. Woo-wee, I'll move on. <laughs> Number five, this is an important one. One of the most common mistakes in the lawn care business is not investing in the right equipment. So lawn care, it's an equipment intensive business. Having the right equipment can make all the difference in efficiency and effectiveness. When I started, I was using raggedy equipment. They call it prosumer now, but it was the consumer, like the the home grade stuff that I was using early on. And that slowly went into the prosumer. And then eventually I got the memo that you need professional equipment if you are a professional lawn business. And so having the right equipment is so important. And if you have HBO Max or you have Netflix or you're paying for DoorDash or what I'm trying to say is guys will tell me I can't afford that. Yet if I really looked into your checking account, you're blowing money on life's luxuries. And if you would cut that, maybe sell a bunch of stuff, you could afford the Echo power equipment or steel or Husqvarna or Red Max. I'm not, I'm not, the brands are all, let's be honest. If you laid a uh, professional Echo, a professional steel, professional Husqvarna line, professional Red Max line, and you took the color off, you took the logo off, all those companies, I can name other ones, but all of those, the professional, the top of top, top of the line, they get the job done. Now you, there are pros and cons and you can, you can compare and contrast them, but they're better than the, I don't want to use the word cheap, but the, the equipment that's made for, for just the homeowner to use once or twice a week, there's a better built to the power equipment, to the mowers that are made for professional use. So you want to use the professional use and ideally one that has a dealership close to you because that's going to increase your efficiency and effectiveness. So as fast as possible, get that good equipment. And you know, if you listen to my podcast earlier in the week, I'm a Dave Ramsey uh, listener and active follower. So I'm not going to suggest going into debt to get all this equipment. I'm going to say pay cash for it and find a clever way to do that. But that's a whole nother episode for a whole nother day. And I do offer one-on-one coaching so I can walk you through how to get the equipment and build your business debt-free. But anyway, most lawn care business owners make the mistake of cutting corners, no pun intended, cutting corners on equipment, which can lead to poor results and loss of customers. You need professional blower, professional weed eater, string trimmer, whippersnipper, whatever you want to call it, a professional blade edger, for sure a professional lawnmower. And, and all of that stuff, it costs money, but it's so important. Now, you, you don't need, if you're just starting out, a mini skid steer and a skid steer and all this other stuff that eventually businesses get, you can rent all that stuff. So don't, don't come at me that you need, you know, hundred thousand dollars to start. You, you can get, I'm not going to break all the prices down, but you know, a, a good solid backpack blower, we'll just call it 600 bucks. And I'm not going to go through all the different things, but a you know, good solid weed eater, 350, 300. And you want to invest in that. So high quality equipment that meets the needs of your professional business. So lawnmowers, string trimmers, blowers, your other basic tools, as fast as possible, get the best of the best of those. 
the professional grade. Don't skimp on quality with your power equipment. My first year, the job literally took longer because I was using homeowner stuff. And if I would have not went to Chipotle and not ate out and not, if I really wanted to be honest with myself, I could have bought the better equipment faster if I would have made it the ultimate priority. Not going on vacations, not eating out, not having all these subscriptions and all these luxuries. I'm saying like, make a sacrifice in your personal life to prioritize getting the right equipment. Now, some other guys would say, well, just go put it all on debt and get the best of the best and start off on debt. No, I, I, I agree to disagree on the whole debt argument. I know I'm in the minority and I don't want to alienate my audience. But what I will say is figure out the most economical way to get a professional commercial grade lawnmower, string trimmer, backpack blower, and other tools. And try not to go into debt to do that. But we'll, we'll leave that for another day because I know most people will go into debt to get that stuff, but there, there's a way to build your business debt free. And that, that's a whole nother conversation for another day. So anyway, in conclusion, there you have top five mistakes. I've made every single one of these. So I, I'm so bold about it because I've been there, done that. And I know the pain of it. Um, these common mistakes that lawn care business owners make, try to avoid them at all costs, have a clear business plan, price your services appropriately. Don't be afraid to charge what you're worth. Get the courage to do that. Prioritize customer service for your current customers, for your new customers. Invest in the right equipment for your business, which if you're a pro, you want commercial pro equipment and you'll set yourself up for success in the industry. I mean, that covers a lot of the foundation. Of course, there's more to it than that. You want a good CRM and and a good bookkeeper and the list goes on and on and on. But I think if you can get those five things, a clear plan, good profitable pricing, and you know your numbers, you take care of your customers, you have the right equipment, you'll be set up for success in the lawn care industry. So I hope this has been helpful. I do want to let you guys know at our resource center at greenindustrypodcast.com, we have combined our products into one big bundle. It's called the whole enchilada. And that includes the Know Your Numbers e-training program, the How to Market Your Business program. It includes all of our uh, our landscaping contract that was written by an attorney. It's a, it's a thorough contract for larger landscaping jobs. We have a more simplified, basic lawn uh, maintenance contract for the, the simple little agreement. Uh, we have the price increase letter template and so much more all bundled together for you for a huge discount right now on what we call the whole enchilada. So uh, that's a huge value. If you want to get this foundation in your business right and tight, check out our whole enchilada at the resource center at the green industry podcast.com. Well, thanks for listening to today's show guys. And thanks for bearing my passion. I know I, I got a chip on my shoulder as I'm talking about this. It's because I remember the pain of making all these mistakes. And I want you to avoid these mistakes and thrive and grow in your business. So thanks for listening and hope to catch you on the next episode. You need to increase your prices to earn more, but you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the price increase letter template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the price increase letter template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com.
Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.